don't do it. Don't wear the mega hat. Make America Great Again hat. Don't do it. You'll get ice in your face, a drink, and scream that. From your head. <laughs> a, uh, a person scales Statue of Liberty and ruins it for the rest of America. How, how compassionate and tolerant that person is. And you don't rip hats off people's heads that say LPSA. That's right. Liberal Puke Society of America. Right. Tim Kaine. We're the ones that sell the hats. He stirs hate <laughs> and then causes, and then sits back and watches what he does. That is next. <laughs> Virginia okay. citizens and American patriots, radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon. Uh, thunderstorms are coming in soon. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, Jeff Davis Monument must come down. Of course. Black Business Alliance and July 4th week is for haters. You know, I just don't understand that. I mean, how could you hate America? The amount of evidence, uh, the amount of things I read this week during July 4th, this is vacation week and many are out uh, still on vacation and didn't expect us to be this this, um, this Friday, but we are because our, our duty is to inform you. But I just don't understand where this intolerable hatred for the country comes from. Wait till four o'clock. You hear some of these clips and you, and you see this article from this woman. It is just frightening that there's people in our country who despise us while enjoying their July 4th holiday. <laughs> yeah, they were enjoying it. They were having cookouts. They were right. at people's homes. They were eating hamburgers and hot dogs. Right. Sure. Um, and, it, you know, how many other countries could you do that in? Not... Well, not to celebrate independence? None. We're the only one that really well, you does can't that. Really, you can't you really not. have a big cookout. In, in some countries, you can't even cook a hamburger. Well, you'll think about this, though. We're the only country that has this the massive sandwich. celebration of the country. I mean, right. no other country celebrates like we do the founding of it. Because the founding of our country was the first time in the history where we recognize that rights don't come from government. They come from God. And people don't right. like that? I mean, I just don't understand that. So that's at 4 o'clock. At 5, Corey Stewart. He, uh, he rejects the LGBTQ Pride Month. We'll talk about that. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Imagine this. Imagine sitting back and telling the country that if we don't do something, you're going to have kids ripped from your arms. Imagine sitting back and stirring such hatred for the president of the United States, under a lie, mind you, that you can actually have people react to it and do it with a straight face and do it as if you're doing the moral thing when, in fact, you're lying. I can't get past this anymore. United States Senator Tim Kaine from the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, he's an embarrassment, and he ought to be ashamed of himself. Here's what Tim Kaine said this week, talking about the president of the United States. This audio is a little bit foggy because it was done by someone's phone, and so we tried to edit out the sound. But here's Tim Kaine. Listen to what he says. It's just unbelievable. Incredibly inhumane. And bluntly, the president thought he could separate kids from their parents in the American public when he can't. Okay, first of all, I don't know if you could hear that, but he said the president thought he could separate kids from their parents and nobody would care. So he encouraged everyone to go around separating kids from their parents just to see. You, that is crazy. the most unbelievable that is, that is statement crazy. I have ever heard. It makes no. You mean Trump was in the White House one day and thought, you know what? No one's going to notice. Tim Kaine won't notice. No one's going to notice. Let's start ripping 
kids out of the arms of parents. Are you insane? Yeah, here's something we can do this weekend that might be fun. Let's rip kids out of the arms of their parents. Tim Kaine continues his demagoguery. Only the president thought he could separate kids from their parents and the American public wouldn't care. That's the only reason he did it. He thought that they wouldn't care. But the president- That's the only reason Trump did it, because he thought no one's going to care for ripping babies daddy. out of the arms of parents. Are you insane, Tim Kaine? You lying sack of demagoguery. You are going to be embarrassed. That, that is an absolute lie. You know what Trump's- Sack of what? Of demagoguery. It's good. Oh. It's good. Yeah, Trump, new word. Trump looked at the border and he said, look, we've got a crisis down there. Let's there are people, kids from their parents. There are people who are sending their children across Mexico to break into our country. And Trump says, that's got to stop. That's a horrible scenario. So he says, we've got to have a zero tolerance policy against that. So they'll stop doing it. You know, they were finding very young children crossing the desert by themselves Totally alone, with no one else with them. I'm five, six, seven, eight-year-old kids. With a phone number written on their T-shirt. That's it. Yeah. And Trump tries to stop that by saying, we've got to put a zero tolerance so the world down there will recognize we're not going to allow for this, and they'll stop doing it. Tim Kaine, you demagogue, you hate monger, you attempt to stir emotions, and quite honestly, you're stirring hate. By saying this. And what would you have done, Timmy? Would you have said, just record the phone numbers and let them continue on their journey? Give the four-year-old a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a cup of water and say, Tim Kane is a liar. Ahead that way. He's a liar here. Or would you gather them up and put them in a safe situation until the parents were located? The picture of this kid in this cage came from 2014 under Barack Obama. It wasn't Trump. Yet yeah, Tim Kaine can stand there and say this. That's the only reason he did it. He thought that they wouldn't care. But the president realized that America has a moral gag reflex, and we are revolted by his decision. Congress has to stay on the backs of this administration. Oh Any gosh. administration that would so cavalierly separate children from families cannot be trusted to reunite children with families, and they will only do it if the American public keeps speaking up and if Congress keeps leaning into this administration. But I don't think we can now trust this president to do, to do the right thing by these people that he's demonized. Let me rephrase this for you. Tim Kaine thinks Trump is evil. He's hateful. He wants to rip kids out of the arms of parents. If you believe that, then you will resort to trying to stop an evil dictator like Trump. Tim Kaine is purposely sending a message to everyone that Trump is evil, that Trump hates children, that Trump wants to rip them from parents, that Trump is an evil dictator who cannot be trusted with even the safety of parents. Folks, this is a lie. If you believe what Tim Kaine's saying, you're simply a bobblehead in the audience. You're just one that bounces your head up and down to anything that comes out of the LPSA members' mouths. I, and that's Tim A. I can't. I cannot believe that nobody is standing up to Tim Kaine and think, wait a minute, excuse me, U.S. Senator, you actually believe he's that evil? You actually think Trump's the only reason Trump did this is because you think people wouldn't recognize when Trump didn't do this. Trump didn't set the policy in place to rip kids out of the arms of parents. All he said was we need to have a zero tolerance policy at the border. And he didn't next to 
the, the next thing to do was to separate him. He didn't do that. This has become, just think about what is, what is happening here in our country. You know why this lady scaled the Statue of Liberty? Because she's convinced that Trump is an evil dictator. Wait till we play the clips for you. You know why this kid got his hat ripped off his head in this restaurant that said, make America great again? Because he believes Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine's telling him that Trump is evil and wants to hurt people. And anybody who supports Trump is also evil and wants to hurt people. Why is it no one raises their hand when, when they spew this garbage? Why is it no one puts, are they so intimidated by Timmy that they won't, I would, I would put my hand right up in Timmy's face and say, hey. You're lying. I, I'd ask some questions. Right. Yeah, you're lying. Explain this to me. Tell me in great detail how you came up with this conclusion. Where did it come from? That is your U.S. Senator Tim Kaine. Oh, you want more? Virginia Delegate Mark Levine said almost the same thing. In fact, a bit worse. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers on AMA 20 WNTW, The Answer. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. 804-454-1366. Trump is evil. He's a dictator. He hates kids. And he's ripping them from the hands of parents. Tim Kaine is a demagogue. He's a liar to say what he just said about Trump and that his conspiracy was to do this all along until someone stopped him. It's just ridiculous. But you know what? If you can paint Trump as evil like this, then you're going to get more people on your side. Have you ever known anyone that if you take what they say and just reverse it, you get the truth? The truth. <laughs> it's like playing a record Timmy. backwards. Timmy is the guy. You play play the Timmy tape backwards. <laughs> it's the truth. And you get a little bit of it's snarf rock. <laughs> that's, but that's funny. you get the truth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, that's that funny. wow, wow, wow. Do you remember yes, what that's from? Of course I do. More than you do. I bet not. He oh. was making a speech to a group of people. It was something to do about being from Virginians Virginia. because Tim is not from Virginia. And the majority of people in the room raised their hands to indicate that they were not, in fact, from Virginia. And that was his reaction. And he was like, wow. 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 Sounds like somebody stepping why on he, a cat's why, tail. Exactly. Why say it three times? Why not just say, wow? If you it, Catch your neighbor's cat, step on his tail, and see if he doesn't go, wow, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then tell your neighbor to rename the cat Timmy. <laughs> Timmy! <laughs> exactly. Timmy! Uh, Timmy. He, he's a clown. This guy, this guy is bad. He is such, he's so bad. And, and the, the idea that his idea that Trump was sitting around going, no one's going to notice. Let's rip kids out of it. It is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like they have this room. They sit around and what can we do this weekend? Room. That'd be really evil. <laughs> Get the baby out of here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was perfect. What was Somebody that was in the room. Get the baby out of here. <laughs> Get the baby out of here. We don't want any witnesses. <laughs> no one can tell this story. Get the baby out of here. All right, here's, here's uh, Delegate Mark Levine. Now, if you don't know who Delegate Mark Levine is, he's a Democrat leftist, liberal puke society of America, Northern Virginia delegate that comes to Richmond to make laws. Here's what he said. It's just the same, same kind of stuff. Here's what he said about the, uh, 
about Trump and the children crisis on the border. We turn on the television. We see that a child has been literally ripped from her mother's breast while nursing. Yeah. And right. taken to a baby cage. The child, it was reported, didn't eat for a couple days after that while the mother's breasts were engorged for several days until they could get a breast pump. They were trying to get info out of the baby. We hear children crying out, Mommy, Daddy. When I hear that, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I burst into tears when I heard that sound. All right, so first of all, Delegate Mark Levine, no one likes it. Nobody wants kids ripped from there. Nobody. Okay, you win on that, you demagogue. But he didn't stop there. Here's what he kept going. Now, listen to what he says after this. I don't know about you, but if I see a little child in a grocery store that is lost. <laughs> of course. Calling for mommy or daddy. I, I hope that child banana. find their mommy or their daddy. Of course. With a banana. And now my country, our country, is forcibly tearing children away from their parents. And I am ashamed. I am ashamed of my country. I love my country. And because I love it, I am ashamed by the cruel acts done in our name. Now, I know that they're being done by a person that was rejected by the American people who lost by millions of votes. But our system has flaws. And that flawed system has put this monster in power. Monster. You see what's happening here? Unbelievable. Trump is a monster. He is ripping. This is a lie, too. This is, you are a demagogue like Tim Kaine. You are there to stir the emotions of hate and anger so you can have your frizzy and the crowd go nuts over what everyone already agrees with, that He's we shouldn't be ripping kids out of the parents' arms. But... You're missing such a critical part here, you Democrats. Tim Kaine and Delegate Mark Levine. As you demagogue the issue, call Trump a monster and evil. You're forgetting that what these people are doing on the border is not just coming through legally and then they come across and us despots and dictators are ripped. No, that's not what's happening. They're breaking the law. In fact, the border agent in our last show said, I don't understand this. Why don't they just go through the right way and we're not, none of this would happen? Trump isn't evil. He didn't stir this up in his mind. But what's scary is you Democrats are causing people to hate more when it's a lie. You Trump, should be embarrassed. Trump didn't put this rule in place. It didn't, it didn't come not. in then. He didn't. He had nothing, he had nothing to do with it. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. Democrats built it on lies. You know, I. Are they gullible? Are they liars? Or are they just. Purposeful. It's purposeful. Down his fence post. I don't know which one it is from one to the other, but the bottom line is all of it's. Not accurate. All of it's a you know, lie. You and I have. You and I have a political persuasion that we embrace: conservatism. And I don't want to be so blinded by conservative or, or partisanism that I could couldn't look at Obama and see the reality. But when people hate Trump so bad, they actually think 
that he came up with this policy of ripping kids. That is blindness. People step back for a minute and see what's actually going on. He is not doing this as Tim Kaine and Delegate Mark Levine have you to believe. Quit being so blind, Parson. And by the way, we we don't want to be that either. I, 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 there's plenty of things that Obama did that I didn't like. And there's plenty of times I thought we are way too hard on the guy. You know, we, you know what they're all doing right now. They're all campaigning for the next presidential election. They're all trying to turn people against him as best they can because he has, he has turned his nation around, the economy, everything. There are consequences for what Tim Kaine and Delegate Mark Levine are saying. The it's consequences. It's going to backfire on them. Well, the consequences are the climber on the Statue of Liberty and the guy ripping the hat off these teenagers. That is next. We'll share it with you, talk more about that. you got to hear this climber. you got to hear the, what she said in the press conference. Absurd. Unbelievable. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Gunisms. What's a gunism? 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly there. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. You know, the song. I was born by God's dear grace. In an extraordinary Is celebrated place. by many. Except there's a group of people that doesn't. We'll talk about that at 4 o'clock where the uh, the hate for America on July 4th was abundant this week. We'll share that with you. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes, Sometimes my it's far left. Is Richard Lee. Phone lines are open, 804-454-1366. Yeah, that's not accurate. I don't sit to your far left. No, not anymore. No. The left makes me... You <laughs> yeah, know, we were kid. very tolerant of the left. <clears throat> We were like, eh, okay, okay. Well, whatever, because the whatever, left wasn't whatever. crazy. I mean, it was just the left. We don't want to argue with you. We just want to have an open discussion, debate, whatever. Right. You don't have to call me names and throw rocks at me. Or, the bottom line is, you know, they they enjoy all of the freedoms that come with being an American, yet they hate America. They hate America. <laughs> it's so true. Which basically says they are dense they're confused. They're confused. Smart as a fence post. Right. You know, and they're they're kind of like a possum. You know, possums aren't very bright animals. None of them ever die of old age. None of them. At some level, at some point in their life, they have to walk out in front of a car. Possums everywhere. Thump, thump, thump. So wait a minute. Every possum eventually gets in my... They're liberals. How do you know they don't die of old They're liberals. <laughs> Well, they they look like you've ever walked up that's, on a possum. That's, that's what a liberal looks like. They're the like so PSA flag would have a possum <laughs> right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Liberal puke society of America yeah, yeah. flag is a possum. And they're all going to walk out in front of a car sooner or later. Meanwhile, the, none of them die of old age. Meanwhile, ever. the conservative flag is uh, "Don't tread on me, rattlesnake." Yep. Or the bald eagle, which is an amazing. Yeah, the bald eagle yeah. is amazing. I don't like rattlesnakes. So there are, say it's something other than a rattlesnake. You're, you're kidding me. You don't have a, a love and attention. Of course, no one likes rattlesnake. Love for a rattlesnake? I, I like no to eat them. That's like saying... That's like, saying, like chicken. That's like saying I don't like burning my hand on the stove. Do you expect that to be a unique comment or a unique You ever tasted a rattlesnake? No. It does taste like it? chicken. Yeah. Well, everything tastes like chicken. 
Then who would eat snake? Tastes like chicken. Who would eat snake? Who would I eat did. it? I did. It explains so much from you. I did. These guys are crazy. <laughs> At least one of us. Well, we're probably both artists. No, I was at a nice restaurant. The guy brought out bear, rattlesnake, kangaroo. That sounds like a nice restaurant. I said, I don't need the kangaroo. I, I've been to that uh, Jack in the Box restaurant. I've tasted kangaroo already. Jack in the Box? Years ago, they were accused of uh, Using serving up j- kangaroo burgers. Was it any good? Yeah. Do they advertise it as Tastes like chicken. I'm just kidding. Tastes like, <laughs> oh my God, tastes like ground beef. Out of control. Tastes like ground beef. It was a ground kangaroo. You know, but you know what? You kept just punching it in the face every time chewy. I tried to bite it. Doesn't it sound, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it sound gamey? It sounds gamey and chewy. Seems it sounds gamey, yeah. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess you could have had a black guy when dinner was over. <laughs> Very funny. You're a freaking riot, dude. You're hilarious. All right, 454-1366. If you, there are consequences for what Tim Kaine said in the last segment and for what Delegate Mark Levine said. I mean, what you get is you get crazy. You get this lady who scaled Statue of Liberty. On July 4th, there are 3,200 people on boats going to see the Statue of Liberty that had to turn around and go back to Lower Manhattan. And because of one woman. Because of one insane, sick, twisted woman who climbed the statue because people like Tim Kaine told her that it was purposeful, that t- Trump was evil. And then she finds her way to a press conference and she said this. Here she is. Our beloved first lady that I care so much about said, when they go low, we go high. And I went as high as I could. All right, she's what talking about Michelle Obama. She, by the way, she's not an American citizen. Exactly. She's not. She's from um, Dominican Republic and um, of Congo, by the way. So she just came to America to climb the Statue of Liberty? And to protest our country when she was told that America sucks and she's somehow in the country legally because she's here legally. The government of New York didn't want to the people up there to see a liberal fall from the statue and thud. How evil thud. Of our, how, look how evil our country is. This woman comes here. She enjoys the fruits of our country. She enjoys the freedom of our country. She decides to climb our Statue of Liberty, and she isn't ripped down and beat upon. She's actually, you know what they did? They went up and talked to her. Are you okay? Hey, why don't you come on down? Here's what an sandwich. evil country. Here's what a, a sandwich s- in, a, in a cold drink. What an evil country we are, Mrs. Congo, Dominican Republic of Congo. That the conservative vacationers would see a liberal die of deceleration trauma. Thud. Right. If she fell off the statue. You know, if she she should have been arrested. She should have been arrested arrested for climbing the statue. She was arrested. Before she ever got anywhere on it. They should have taken her off of it. So here's, they did. They did. They took her off, and now she's arrested. Now she's coming out for a press conference because everybody who works for the uh, Rise and Resist movement gets to have a press conference. I thought she got almost all the way to the top. No. She didn't. No, not even close. Okay, here she is again at her press conference. Another liberal lie hoisted upon mankind. She is praising Michelle Obama as she opens up here. Our beloved first lady that I care so much about said, when they go low, we go high. And I w- What do you mean, our... You're, she's not your first lady. You're not, you're not a citizen of the United States. I wonder if this lady brought any cigars with her. Went as high as I could. <laughs> Trump has wrecked this country. Trump has wrecked this country. They leave! 
You're not even a yeah, citizen. Exactly. Get out. He's wrecked this country. He's wrecked it. How do you the, even the know? The economy's better lady. now than it's been in forever. I mean, it's... You know what she wrecked? Everything is, is going in the right direction, and he's wrecked it. This stupid, moon bat, leftist, un-American puke comes over to our country, country, comes over here and says Trump has wrecked the You know what she wrecked? She wrecked the 4th of July for 3,000 people wanting to go see the Statue of Liberty on their own, minding their own freaking business, and this leftist puke ruins it. Why, w- why would they turn the boats back? I say that with caring, by the way. I- why would they turn the boats back? Because under a, an unbelievable amount of caution... They wanted. They didn't know what was going to happen. This lady An unbelievable could, amount of caution. Caution. They had to stop and close the whole thing for like five hours. Do you think hours. she has some dynamite hidden on her body somewhere? It's a natural reaction Not in a New York. Natural reaction. This woman's scaling. They don't know what's going on. I, I don't blame them for that. I blame her. Bring a sniper in if you have to. You know, with a the scope, then you can see what's going on. A paw. She's got explosives. It is depressing. You're depressing. It is outrageous. You're making me sad. I can say a lot of things about this monster. I could say oh, that about wait you. Wait a minute. She called Trump a monster just like delegate Mark Levine did. And the scary thing is people are listening to Oh her, my god. Probably loving everything she's saying. She's called our president a monster. A delegate Mark Levine from our General Assembly in Northern called Trump a monster. I wonder where she got that. Tim Kaine has called him evil. Huh. Of course, all of it's a lie because Trump's not doing that. All right, anyway, here she is again. But I will stop at this. His draconian zero-tolerance policy on immigration has to go. Draconian? How did you get here? Just out of your draconian immigration policy, how did you get to our country? Just out of curiosity. Hmm. In a democracy, we do not rip children. We do not put children in cages. Quit saying we. Your country probably does. And all the other countries literally put them in cages. We? We don't take law-abiding citizens and separate them from their parents. We don't do that. This country is, by the way, is a republic, not a democracy, but that's another conversation entirely. Another thing about visiting the Dominican Republic, it's easy to get kidnapped as an American in the Dominican (laughs) Republic and held for ransom. If you're a big wheel with a company, you can't even travel down there safely. Love this woman. They put you in a cage. I love this this woman, who's, by the way, a personal trainer by profession. Personal trainer. (laughs) Personal trainer. So this was probably just a, you know, an advertising, uh, pure advertising gig to trick people into joining her personal trainer thing in the Dominican Republic. I'm the one who spoke in America. I'm the one who climbed it four feet up to the the Statue of Liberty. Here she is again. Say, yeah, but you're five feet tall. There is no debating it. No debating Reunite the children now. I would not do it again. The judge told me not to. <laughs> of course, I would not do it again. But I think the message was sent. No child belongs in a cage. Children no, should you not do. be separated from you their parents. You belong in a cage. Especially on a holiday like this. Oh, thank it you for ruining all day. You belong you. in a cage called Rikers. That's where you belong, you and, psycho nut job. And speaking of holidays, thank you for blowing it for 4,000 people just trying to see the Statue of Liberty. Way to go. You're the one who screwed up the holiday. Yeah, so you see what's happening? Find like a dollar for every person. Ten for every person. There you go. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. So where does she get the term, the idea? Where does she get this idea, this immigrant from the Congo, came to our country? Where does she get the idea <laughs> that America, Congo. where America is so 
evil, that Trump is a monster. Where'd she get that idea? From, from Democrat own. politicians. Yep. From the liberal puke society of America who Telling wants to lies. Lies about our president. Trump did not do this. You know, there was Obama a, did this. Obama the, did this. How about that one? Of course, Obama didn't do it either. It's the law. I mean, that's what's so silly. We could stand here and say Obama did it. I would never say that. It's the law of the land. You break the law, guess what happens? I mean, apparently you can't be with your kid in jail. I mean, it's... The, the conservative side is the president of the United States, whether we voted for him or not, is the president of the United States. Sure. And we will respect that person in that office. We did we Obama. We will give the respect that they deserve. We did that for Obama. Yeah, we, we, did. we did. And we even we said, did. if Obama walked in here, we would stand up and shake his hand and say, you're the president of the United States. It's nice to meet you. We completely disagree with everything you ever did in your entire life, but we... We would yeah. like to discuss it with, with you. Right, over a pizza and a couple of drinks. Cold, you know, all right. that tear from your eye and have a seat, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the Second only when necessary. My daddy served in the Army. We <laughs> lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. You know, how could you? How could this week you write an article saying how much you despise America? We'll talk about that at 4 o'clock. It's just yeah, it's we unbelievable. We despise America, but what time is the cookout? Also? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Let's celebrate anyway. All right, 454-1366, 454-1366. So Delegate Mark Levine says that uh, Trump's evil. Uh, Senator Tim Kaine is saying that Trump is evil. Delegate Mark Levine actually called him a monster, which causes people to do things like scale Statue of Liberty and... Try to do something stupid. Maxine Waters this week, you know, the queen, Maxine. the queen of, uh, of liberal puke society of America. Here's what, here, listen to what she said. It's the same kind of demagoguery. Here it is. We're not afraid of you. You should be ashamed. We want our children connected back to their parents. Our They're children? not our children. Our children? They're not going door to what door. Do you mean? <laughs> Bring out your children. <laughs> not, Bring out your children. Is that not demagoguery? And there's people cheering that. What do you mean you want our children returned? It's not happening that way. Maxine Waters, you left. You've got to get a hold of yourselves. What's really bad is the bobbleheads in the audience need to get a hold of themselves and go, wait a minute. Right. It's not our children. There's a bonus. If the mama's feeding the baby when we rip it from her breast, there's a bonus to it for you. <laughs> that is crazy. Fred, of you, you should be ashamed. We want our children connected back to their parents. And all the people going nuts. How dare you? You where was she when Obama? Arms. How dare you take the children and send them all across the country into so-called detention centers? You are putting them in cages. You're putting them in jails. And you think we're going to stand by and allow you to do that? I don't think so. So anything's permissible. Remember, Trump is an evil dictator. You can say anything. And at this point, Whatever it takes to stop Trump is permissible. There's no, you don't need to be truthful. Make it up. Make it up and just put it out there because you don't think this has consequences. It's open season on the president of the United States. No, it's even more than that. It's open season on people who support him. These three, oh, yeah, three yeah. teenagers. And they're calling for it. 
three teenagers at the Whataburger restaurant in San Antonio, Texas, were just Man, eating burger. their burger, enjoying it, when this man comes up, rips the Make America hat off this 16-year-old kid, Hunter Richards is his name, picking up his drink, throwing it in his face, and walking off with his hat, saying, I'm going to burn this hat. Now, what, what kind of mentality causes a person to walk up to a teenager and rip the Make America Great hat off his head? What? She's got tremendous hatred. Who's got hatred? Exactly. Kino Jimenez. The left has tremendous hatred to stir this lie that ultimately will have consequences. The left is full of radicals who want to hate. And if they're told that Trump is an evil dictator, as we've heard this entire hour from Tim Kaine, Delegate Mark Levine, Maxine Waters, including this lady from the, uh, the, the Democratic Republic of Congo, then what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Walter from New Kent, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hi, Scott and Richard. Um, I'd like to point out that during the Iraq situation with 10,000 people killed in mass graves, I mean 10,000 per grave, the left didn't care. And there were babies, women, and children, everybody just mowed Great down. point. And these people are phony because um, the baby issue would, would kill these innocent babies they don't ever get to come back to their parents because they, they've been murdered and it's child abuse. But you don't hear, they don't have that kind of compassion. All this is, is about vote. That's right. So, um, I've, you know, I've spoken my piece on it. I, I mean, I've, I've got to the point now when I'm hearing left-wing stuff, I say, you know, a bunch of liars. Cut them off. ABC News. And, I, you know, then I listen to, um, to, to the news on your channel. You know, I used to listen to RVA's news. But they went to our, they went to um, to ABC News, a bunch of propaganda. So I left. Yep. Yeah, no, stick with us. We're more we're more fun. We're more fun anyway. I mean, if we're a whole lot more fun. Thanks, okay, Walter. thanks, Walter. Great call. Appreciate the call. Four five four thirteen sixty six. More of your calls next. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at four five four thirteen sixty six. A lot of people had a hard time hearing Walter on the phone. He was talking about the hypocrisy of the left, how they had 10,000 people in Iraq that were killed, women and children, and then liberals never even blinked. Abortion was the same thing, and, and, and he was right. Walter's good to point that out, the hypocrisy of the left. Like, they care about it now. They don't. It's all about votes. This keynote, he meant this guy who yanked the hat off this young man's head. Oh, in San Antonio, right. Yeah, he talks about burning it in his fireplace, and he walks away using... I mean, some really profanity. foul profanity. You can't get any fouler than what he's using. And lo and behold, the 16-year-old says, I support my president, and if you don't, let's have a conversation about it instead of ripping my hat off. The 16-year-old. The 16-year-old. Great American, indeed. Really great American. All right, your phone calls is 454-1366. More Lee Brothers dead ahead just before 4 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Made in America.
what in the world is the Black Business Alliance in Richmond? We'll share that with you coming up. Jefferson Davis Monument must come down. Why? And how will it help? I didn't realize it was a crisis for that long. How long has that monument been here? Since Jefferson Davis? I think Jeff Davis signed it. And it's July 4th week, yet some hate America and still celebrate it. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Wow. I feel the power of my voice. That actually hurt me. (laughs) Hurts a little bit, actually. What'd you say? I'm deaf now. (laughs) Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. We have thunderstorms coming into the area. If you see one out there, let us know. (laughs) See a storm? See a storm walking by really quietly. (laughs) Kind of like the uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters. All right, we're up and running, 454-1366. Coming up at 5 o'clock, Corey Stewart voted against or rejects the LGBTQ Pride Month. LGBTQ <laughs> community. That's great. <laughs> that is so perfect. Save that one for coming up, Mark, in the later in the program. That's perfection. Uh, July 4th week. People are on vacation. They're enjoying the week. It, July 4th is smack dab in the middle of the week. It was Wednesday. So people are like, hey, I can take Friday. Uh, last week, get off. I got the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, all week long, including today, which is still considered a holiday week because of the 4th of July. America pauses to remember the cause of freedom and liberty, what these 56 signers did, what it meant for the world to have the first government to recognize that rights don't come from a dictator or a king, that they actually come from God himself, changed the course of the world. Think of how the world would be different without the United States of America. What a, is there any place on the planet that is more free, that is safer, that is a beacon for hope, that is a, when, a, when something happens on the planet Earth that is bad, most of the world goes, where's the United States? Because we come to help. And if there's a place that's better than, than where we live right now, we'd love to hear from you and like to know where that is. I'm, I'm listening. We're game. There's a title of an article I found this week. In fact, at, we dare you. At vice.com. Vice.com. Here's the title. How to celebrate the 4th of July when America is a constant disappointment. If you feel like patriotism is morally repulsive right now, you'd be correct. I could not believe this article. Are there, is there seriously a group of people that despise America? I mean, or just the one that wrote that article. (laughs) Is that the only one or are you out there? We'd like to hear from you. There's many, many more. In fact, here are a few right here. Do you consider yourself today proud to be an American? Oh boy, that's a tough question. No, no, not the America. Do you consider yourself to be a proud, and, and people are like, that's a tough question. Proud to be an American. I mean, let, let me tell you, just tell you, Richard and I Gary. were really confused on this. I mean, we grew up in a household in a place that said America is the greatest country on the planet, and rightfully so. We can look at its founding documents. We can look at the Constitution. We can look at what Jefferson had in mind for the country. We can look at um, most of uh, Virginia's history. Yes, most of Virginia. Now, there's a stain. We recognize that, but how quickly was it fixed? In fact, the very people who, and Jefferson had twice in the General Assembly proposed the abolition of slavery and 
the original Declaration of Independence had it in there. America, to the Lee brothers, is the best place on earth. In fact, we tell our kids how fortunate and blessed by just the percentage chance of you being born in this country is a gift from God. Yet, we've got college students who are confused. Do you consider yourself today proud to be an American? Oh boy, that's a tough question. No. No, not the America we have right now. No, No, the other America. Not the one we have now. But the one earlier? Is that what you're saying? I blame blame their parents for allowing them to be indoctrinated, and I blame their professors for indoctrinating them. And their school, their the high school school teachers, even the middle school teachers, the majority of them are working to indoctrinate the kids into a different point of view. How bad would you beat your kid if you didn't like America? I mean, I'm I I, I say that with with tongue in cheek, obviously, but. Could you stand the idea if your son or daughter came home and said, this place sucks? There are other countries that would take you. Your kid would disappear in the middle of the night if he felt the way <laughs> right. about that country. They, they right. Supposedly, you know, they say they feel that way about America, but they deep down inside, how could they? They really don't fully understand. They're just being part of the group sure. of negativity. They try to explain it here. I try to stay away from Are you people. proud to be an American? Definitely not. No, well, I'm not proud of America. I'm not proud of what, not. what we've done. Would you consider yourself proud to be an American? Um, I'm going to go with no, especially like recently. Yeah, the- yeah because, especially, because like, I got like all these regulations that like, freed us and we had these tax cuts. I'm definitely against America. She sounds just like a valley girl. I thought the valley girl thing was gone. A long no, time ago. still exists. Oh it's called my. something different. It's called Snowflake now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on, get with the Saints. Definitely not right now. No, not right now. Not right now. Another day, I guess I would say no. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm proud. I think we need to stop thinking that we're the best nation on earth. Yeah, that's a problem. We need to stop thinking that America is the best place on Why earth. Why don't we just stop thinking? Not, we, well, that's sounds like we happen. already have. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Joe from Williamsburg, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. First and foremost, a belated and blessed and happy Independence Day. Thank you so, so much. For you and all your crew. Same to you. The second thing, second thing I will turn to is I will touch on what you just what was just heard. To all of those who feel that this country is inferior, I have traveled, I have circumnavigated the world twice in my career. I have visited 48 countries, and the, you, they speak with such reckless abandonment over what they have, really have no clue as to what they're speaking of. Uh, I invite them to, uh, their parents, to provide them with travel to garden spots like Venezuela or Haiti or Cuba. (laughs) And and take up residence there for a while and then come back and report to me exactly how bad things are here in this country. That being said, uh, for to those people, and I think I can speak for most of the people who have worn the uniform, you're welcome. You guys touched on it earlier. You speak with such reckless disregard that you fear nothing for saying so because of the country and the ideas and the principles that we have defended and we have installed since 1776. You sleep well being able to mouth off against your government. Other places Great. that I have been to, you don't get that odd. Thank now, you for exactly. saying that. Thank you for saying that. You're exactly right, Chief Joe. I mean, I mean, you're welcome. For all the freedoms well, that these people have, you're, you, you know what? It's unbelievable how they take it for granted. This is, By the way, this is another example, in my opinion, of why 
the people who are born here look are lazy and the people who come here are so successful because they come here and they see, holy cow, this is unbelievable. You could do whatever you want in this yeah, country you can and they succeed so much better because they don't have this negative malcontent liberals in their ear. They come here and they go, this is the greatest country on the planet. And one of the greatest examples of this is, and I, I mentioned this before, but there's this president of the small university in North Carolina called Needle Cobain is his president. And he's the president of High Point University. He came here with nothing in his pocket. The guy is the greatest advocate for America I've ever met in my life. And he wasn't even born here. I find this, too. Uh, in my service in the military, I find that many African, particularly African, those are the ones that I've been exposed to the most, the African immigrants, actual immigrants from Africa, are regaled, and they really do not understand why native-born African-Americans have such angst against this country when they believe in it. But I wanted to talk one more thing before I let you guys go for the weekend. History. I am a, an astute historian, and what I see rising in my country, history is cyclical. The ecclesiastics ensures us that there's nothing new under the sun, and I'm watching slowly a phenomenon rising that has not been 70 years, 70, 75 years, since it's happened before, in our very streets, the people who claim to be the most tolerant, the most loving, the most caring people, a.k.a. our National Socialist Democrats, are employing, go back and take a look at it, if you, if you doubt me, the same exact tactics that the brown shirts used to begin their march towards power. This is the brown shirts that will eventually would become the Nazis, which right. would eventually become the Gestapo and sure. the SS and things of this nature. They're employing the exact same tactics. So You know what? Uh, they, they don't even know it, Joe. That's the problem. They're blind. The people who uh, you're talking about are, are whipped up into mob mentality and don't even know it. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. More on this. Also, Facebook banned the Declaration of Independence. You don't think there's hate in this country? 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. Because that's just egotistical and it's not accurate. We're pretty great, though. <laughs> We're close. Things that are America, like I don't want to associate myself with. Patriotic views about America when it really comes down to it, I feel like it's more just like a tool to be used to get people to join the army. And what, what about America right now would you consider yourself not proud of? Oh, I mean, I think the answer is pretty obvious. Um, just look at the news. There's a plethora of things. Okay, this is ridiculous, these people. Unbelievable. The hatred for community. America on July 4th week. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. Here's the article that we told you about in the first segment. How to celebrate the 4th of July when America is a constant disappointment. America's always been bad, no matter who the president is or was. Does the people really why think do that? Why do you live here? Why do you live here? Well, America's yeah. always been bad? So maybe the best way to say that is America has always strived to be the best it could be, but it's still a human institution, so it, it fails because of that. But it is the best place to be. The article continues. Since Trump's election, however, the qualities that make America particularly bad, <laughs> racism, sexism, homophobia, institutionalized manifestations of each, have been emboldened. Really? I keep hearing this is not America. But the truth of the matter is 
that family separation, black lives matter, homophobia, and every other incarnation of white male supremacy are exactly what America is made of. Is that what you think? Is that what you think? 454-1366. You wake up every morning and go, dang, government, America's made up of this homophobic, hate black people, disregard for families and separation. Is that what it is? You know what I think? I think that uh, racism became more prevalent, more alive and well when Barack Obama was elected to the White House. We need to have a conversation about race. We need to have this. We need to have that. I don't understand what you mean by that. What do you mean? Why did it come more prevalent? I, I, just, you ever, I was standing in line in a grocery store, and a lady comes by and says, we got a black president now. I'm going to the head of the line. They had to get a manager over there to drag her back around and put her in the red line. I'm <laughs> not kidding. And that, was, that happened all across this country. Wonder, that's weird. All across this country. Why would country. people act that way? That's because they, right. they were in power. Whatever it that was, means. It was, it, they? It, there's an us versus they then, apparently. That's the, ridiculous. These crazy people who thought they deserved to be at the front of the line because Barack Obama got elected, they existed. They were out there. They were all over the place. That's and too bad. They, that's too the bad. The nut jobs of, of the world, you know, if it weren't for the white voters, Barack Obama would have never of course. been allowed to tour of the White course. House. Of course. I mean, you know, America's not racist. It, America is America not racist. is not racist. There, there are, are people ra- that sure live there. here that are. Some. But America is not a racist nation. Don't, you know Period. what? All you have to do, I hate that we even have to have this argument. It's 4th of July week, and yet you a can't take two seconds and look at the greatness of America and be grateful for the 4th of July and what and was founded thankful. there and the you purpose the behind it. You have freedoms to do whatever you want to do in I mean, this country. Why wouldn't you look Become at, whatever you want to become. Why wouldn't you look on 4th of July, look at the Declaration of Independence, pull it out and read it, and go, man, this is an amazing document. Instead, you do the opposite. It's you don't look everyone. at it. You want to burn it down and think America sucks. 4th of July was, is an amazing holiday, yet Facebook still censored it as hate speech. That's, in, that's insane. This is madness. <laughs> Facebook um, noticed a promotion from a small paper in Texas that posted it on a Facebook page. They actually had it removed because of this phrase inside the Declaration of Independence, merciless Indian savages was in there, and they called it a standard of hate speech, the Declaration of Independence. That just tells That's you right pathetic. there. That tells you that Facebook, of course, Facebook apologized for... for <laughs> censoring the founding of our country, which is absurd, even at the least. All right, your phone call is next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. So this uh, this idea that America sucks, on the week of July 4th of all times, why would you write an article saying America's a disappointment? Someone needs to slap these people on the side of the head and wake them up a little bit. These college kids, these, these leftist liberals who, who take joy in downgrading America, who actually think it's big and bold of them to state think, how bad America is. Do you think they really think that way? They, they honestly think America sucks and they're just living here because they have no other choice? Or? <laughs> I think so. I mean, there should be as a government program that I would approve to get them out of here. Well, you would Pick take what country dollars. you want to go to. I'd take taxpayer dollars, or I'd take a military plane, 
fill it up with these people and go in any direction they want to go. It's not a bad idea. One way. I wonder how many people would actually participate in that. And nobody. That's because all all of the people that were going to move out of the country when Trump got elected. We had hopes. All the people that were going to move out of the country when uh, Trump got elected. All these celebrities: Whoopi Goldberg, uh, that other sea hag. I forget her name. Joy Behern. Well, that's one sea hag. Oh, there's another one. I remember that name. She's a king. I don't like to bring it to the top of my. Didn't Maxine Waters want to throw? Maybe Maxine Waters said she wanted to get out too. Well, I would drag her kicking and screaming. (laughs) You would. But none of them moved. None of them. You know, Miley Cyrus. Of course not. She didn't move. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. She didn't move. All right, coming up, speaking of moving, Monument has to be moved. Jefferson Davis on Monument Avenue. Why? Because they're bored. We'll take your phone calls on that, 454-1366. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com, stream live. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. 820theanswer.com. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Compassionate and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines are open. Four five four thirteen sixty six. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sometimes, left. sometimes, sometimes my left. far left is Richard Lee. That's you right. do it. You say it so much faster than really necessary. but I got to get ahead of you. And I'm never, never sitting to your far left. Not anymore. Except when it comes to <clears throat> killing small animals and birds. <laughs> All right. Uh, phone lines are open. 454-1366. It's so offensive. Um, and I didn't know exactly when it became offensive, I used to, I drive on it every now and then, but I didn't realize that Monument Avenue was a real barrier to race relations. I mean, I, I, I must've missed somebody looked at Monument Avenue and thought, this is a barrier. This is a problem. Now it's 2018. How long is this something for them to whine about? How long has Jefferson Davis Monument been there? Can somebody tell me when that? Four five four thirteen six. I should know that. I don't. That's one of the things I didn't research. We know other monuments on the Monument Avenue, but since when? I just want a date. If someone can give me the date on when it became offensive, I wonder who the first person was. We we should uh, memorialize that person too. The first person who was highly offended by the statues. Nineteen oh seven. Jefferson wow. Davis statue has been on Monument Avenue. Well, it's about time. It's, it's about time we rip it down. <laughs> it's a, yeah, exactly. How insane! Might as well tear up the Declaration of Independence uh, well, at the same too. time. That's an old. No, that's old piece that's of paper. Ter- uh, exactly. That's crackly and stuff. So the Richmond mayor, Lavar Stoney, says that the uh, Jefferson Davis Monument and other signage should have some clarification on what it actually means because you serfs and peasants can't figure it out. You need a you need a little plaque there saying here's what it means. Oh, son of a gun! You can't look it up. You can't figure it out on your own. We've come that far that everybody has an iPhone with internet access has to now have a plaque on every monument on Monument Avenue to explain it. That's what the whole the whole Monument Avenue Commission was about. You came to the conclusion that it needs some clarification. 
ridiculous. You people are insane. It's ridiculous. Stoney said uh, something needs to change, and I could not agree more with the commission. Well, you people have lost your mind. There's nothing wrong with the statues. Zero. In fact, the since the since the beginning of the statue time, no one probably even knows they're there. Remember what Bart? It's an obstacle in the street to swerve around. Most people don't even know. They don't even look up there. Whose whose statue it is? Here is the uh, Andrea Addison is one of the council members who is uh, on the the decision to remove the statue. Here's what uh, here's what he said. It has been, I think, a healthy dialogue. It's not been one that's been easy. It's been a lot of emotion, a lot of passion, a lot of um, divisive com comments that have been made. But I think all, all in all, the final report, I think, embodies that the process is what we meant it to be. Really? So it was all good. We just had nothing else better to do. So we debated a stone that had his name Jefferson Davis on it. You guys were that bored? You looked around and said, I got an idea. Somebody must have come to them and said, you know what? This big stone thing over here, I'm a little offended at that. And please have it removed immediately. Really? And then you so so Andrea Addison here is convinced that uh, he did the right thing. It should be the squeaky wheel group. Maybe we could start fighting. a petition. Exactly. I don't like the fact that uh, there's a fence that runs along mine. It's a, I'm offended by I mean, this is so ridiculous. Let's call it the Well Grease Group. That would be uh, Steve from Chesterfield. You're on 820 WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to weigh in on this sort of this Confederate statue crap that's been going on for 100 years, it seems like. Until Maristoni walked in the front door of City Hall, there was no controversy to start with. But then we're talking about a community organizer like Obama was and a total race hustler. So he didn't have his agenda when he was running for city mayor. But the minute he got elected, boom, out of nowhere. So why, why do you think that is? That's silly, silly. Well, like I said, he's a race hustler. He has to create any race hustler, community organizer. Their job is to create controversy, whatever the subject may be. To stir up race relations, to, to stir up some kind of racial tension. Exactly. I when, mean, when there is isn't fighting over this or having a hissy fit over this before he walked in the office. Hey, you know, Steve, even, I think, when, even when Doug Wall was in office, there was no yapping in the room. Don't you let him down, man. It's a good point. I just want to know, and thanks, Steve, for the call. Appreciate it. 454 1366. I just want to know how, if we've got rid of Jefferson Davis, how it heals. How it helps. I don't, I don't know it how doesn't. it helps. I don't know what it does. They'll other talk than, for the next 10 years about how they had to get rid of those statues just to start <laughs> the healing process. Here's, here, let's get right. it started. Let's tear the statues down. They put them up over 100 years ago, but let's tear them down anyway. Here is uh, Andrea uh, Addison continuing on the statue. I think embodies that the process is what we meant it to be. Commission member and Richmond City Councilman Andreas Addison says the group took into consideration the public's input when making recommendations. We have a name and a year. We have a, a phase of our history that's been, you know, put up in these huge statues that I think adding context, education, information, engaging the public around it, I think helps tell a better story. It does? What do you mean adding context? And by the way, who gets to write the context? So they're going to put up a sign on, on the Robert E. Lee statue. Who's going to stop in that crazy intersection long enough to read it? Well, it's bigger than that. The, the point is, 
Oh, I know. But <laughs> right. It's, it's worthless. That's kind of senseless saying. unless they put senseless. billboards up. Well, they could. Completely encapsulate the statue in these billboards. You know what we should do? Why don't we just cause put accidents. a big curtain around it? And then when you want to look, you can open up the curtain and stick your head in after you read the plaque. So you're not offended. The car takes your feet off. So you're not offended. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, bad. whatever. That works. I mean, can you imagine the outrage if you had to drive by the Robert E. Lee statue and see it without context? What if you had to see the Jefferson Davis statue and you had no context? I think the context on the Robert E. Lee statue is essentially Robert E. Lee. And the context... There might be a little placard somewhere on there, but nobody's going to stop long enough to read it because that is one busy intersection and people fly around that statue. That's true. Good point. All right, so uh, Andrea continues here. So why did the commission recommend to remove Jefferson Davis? Right now, Jefferson Davis was one that kind of stood up as one we couldn't properly defend. It was one that he was not a Richmonder, wasn't from Virginia, and actually has probably the most divisive character in the entire stretch of all the monuments. Really? The man was rude. Is that what they're trying to say? <laughs> Any rude statue guy has to go. He was easy. He, he was, was easy rude. Pick. He's not from Richmond. Easy pick. So here's a question for you, Addison, Mr. Addison. Why do you think in the crazy mind of those in 1907, would put someone who wasn't from Virginia... Not even friendly. Not even friendly on the monument. Why would they do that? Unless they thought it had some purpose. I don't know. It was the capital of the Confederacy, and he was the president of the... Come on! You can't see that! And how how do they know how rude this guy was? They don't know. They don't know. You can make up anything. Anyone on the Monument Avenue can be seen as a dirtbag if you want it to be. Yep. Somebody did something wrong on the Monument. In fact, maybe we ought to stop having monuments to human beings, period. Haven't we all made a mistake and been rude to someone? Exactly. Shut up and let me talk, okay? Haven't we all made a mistake and been rude to someone in our life? Are you saying I'm rude? You can go ahead and talk now. He can sure be a pain in the neck. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you call hammer time. Hit the nail on the head. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, people can be offended by anything. Exactly. Anybody. Right. I mean, if if you wanted to, you could actually say the reason we got rid of names on schools, well, except Barack Obama Elementary School, which Barack Obama was. That's a new name. It's just a matter of time. Barack Obama was godlike, so he didn't offend anybody. But every other name does is offensive, and every other monument of a human being could essentially, by definition, be offensive. I think they should put a statue of Barack Obama in front of that school with his, you know, his drape on with all of the jewels down the front and his king's crown. Oh, I feel important now. That's a perfect clip. That would be perfect. Here's more of For uh, him to say when he comes down to visit himself <laughs> with his crown on. Exactly. Here's more of Addison, uh, the councilman. And where would the money come from if the state approves the changes? Leverage our community partners. Um, In other words, tax your brains uh, out. Associations and organizations that would really be passionate about having a message that they could tell. Community people. They go to businesses. Leverage our community. They go to businesses and say, will you donate to get rid of this? And then when they don't get enough, they're going to leverage their community partners. Plan B. In other words, (laughs) You. They're going to tax your brains out. The bottom line is we're not broke. There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. That's perfect. What is the, okay, and your phone call is next, 454-1366. And what is the Black Business Alliance? 
We'll try to figure that out next. The Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. Steve from Richmond, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Oh, hey, hello. Hey, how are you? Um, I I can't believe I found you guys on the radio again. I listened to you for a while um, when you were filling in here and there. Yeah, right, uh, good. I'm going to predict the future. Okay, we get rid of that statue. Eventually... We get rid of all of them, and we change the name of Monument Avenue to Bland Avenue. But then we still have the name Richmond, Virginia, which is associated with the Civil War and the capital of the Confederacy. Then, right. So we've got to we got to get rid of that too. So uh-huh. we will become Happy Town, and everything's <laughs> going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait for that day, Steve. I just can't wait. This is the okay. logical conclusion of this, though. It really <laughs> it's is so funny. You're so accurate. Yeah, it's like it's not going to stop. You know, it's like there's not. And then I don't know. It's, uh, eventually, they may find fault with um, uh, the Arthur Ashe statue, like a hundred years from now. Who knows? Well, that would be that would be way politically incorrect. But you're showing you're showing the idiocy of this and the and the logical yeah. conclusion of it, and that is. The left is just ridiculous with this whole thing. And to take it down their logical path is ended up exactly with what you're saying. I've lived here all my life and I'm, I'm getting up there and I, I've never even given much of a second thought, you know, it's of like, course not. we learned this, we learned about the stuff in it. Well, back in my day in elementary school and history. And, uh, I don't even know if they still do that, but, um, <laughs> but it wasn't really an issue, you know? true no you're exactly right and it shouldn't be now and it's not now that's the point it's not except for a handful of people who actually run the thing and we're on the committee where does it stop you know where does it stop nothing it does nothing to good call steve appreciate it thank you so much Uh glad you found us 454-1366 we weren't trying to hide by the way we really weren't we we were trying to tell people where we were but glad you uh, glad you're out there 454-1366 what is the black business alliance I stumbled on this this week at the uh, it's in the in the paper. Uh, what is it? The Free Press, Richmond's Free Press, and um, I'm a little shocked by it. Richmond Free Press is reporting this Black Business Alliance is asking for business contracts to be at least twenty percent African American businesses. You'll never find a white business alliance. True. Never. But why would? Why would you demand any percentage for any race? The 180-member Black Business Alliance of Virginia is founded by Mr. Bowers, who, by the way, is part of the Bowers Corporation, a family-owned development construction management company. (laughs) And he wants 20% 20 of all the business in Richmond to go to African-Americans based on what? Well, based upon them being black, of course. What other reason would there be? That's kind of a... Cool way to market your business, I guess. <laughs> it's ins- it's <laughs> unbelievable when we're supposed to be in a colorblind society. Shouldn't we judge people by the content and character of their business instead of the color of the owner? You mean to tell me you want 20% of the business going to 
people who have a specific color of their skin, and you think that is helpful? You think that is colorblind? You think that unites us? What in the name of Sam Hill is wrong with you? Am I the only one who looked at this and went, what are you, what are you talking about? Mr. Bauer said, we want to make sure we are not left out of the economic boom that's going on. Why would you be left out? Do you not live there? Are you not part of it? Can you not bid like any other company for the business? Why do you think it needs to be separated by the color of somebody's skin? Don't you think the city of Richmond taxpayers would appreciate the city being, you know, tight with their money and going with the best price for the best service? Don't you think the taxpayers would appreciate that? But it, it shouldn't be awarded based on the color of anyone's skin. Well, the Black Business Alliance is suggesting that it should be. I, the only way to look at that, the only way to look at it is call it racist. I don't, how else would you look at that? It is racist. It's a, it, it's a racist alliance. Is it anything else? Can a white business join? Of course not. I it's just, a racist I, alliance. Yeah, and I'm just confused by it. I'm sure Mr. Bowers runs an incredible business. Why not let it be on the merits of your character and your and the success of your company? What would happen if you actually put this in place where 20% of the businesses had to be black? What does that look like? I mean, how do you police that? And I mean, sir, what's the logical conclusion of that to suggest that the people who got the bid, if they were a black business, wouldn't other businesses look at them that they only got it because they were black? Wouldn't that be the logical conclusion of that? And what would you say if the White Business Alliance certainly all of a sudden reared its racist head mm-hmm. and said, hey, we're the White Business Alliance? How much crap would you raise? Oh, and, and rightfully so, by the way. And rightfully so. Uh, there shouldn't be one. No, there should not be one. There should not be a racist business alliance. Let's, let's come back to the colorblind society and judge people by and businesses by the content of their character and the business they provide, period. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. This ain't no rag, it's a flag. John from North Chesterfield, you're on 820 WNTW. Lee Brothers, welcome to the show. Buenas tardes, hermanos Lee. That's a Lee brother. Hey, hey, um, I want to know how big this uh, uh, African-American contractor's business is and if he's able to put in bids because he has a bigger company and this 20% that he's looking for would uh, pad his pocket. Yep, good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we all wonder that too. And I mean, it's a great call, John. Appreciate it. Uh, but... The, the whole bigger question is, is why? Why 20% black? Crazy. All right, your phone call is next, 454 Why not 80% black? 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820-WNTW. So let me get let me get this straight. A Petersburg mail carrier was just throwing mail away. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not the only one. That's been happening in a lot of different places. 
Getting the job done early. Yeah, that's right. Get to go home. Democrats in Virginia propose new gun laws. This would be good. Can't wait to tell you about that. And uh, Corey Stewart rejects LGBTQ Pride Month. LGBTQ community. <laughs> that is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely Friday afternoon. We're going into cooler times over the weekend. It's going to be a nice, much nice, much yes, better, much better temperature-wise. <laughs> yeah, good. He's stepping on my foot over here, and I'm trying to get it out. The mm. temperature is going to be much better this weekend. Good. 82 degrees tomorrow. It's like a cool way when you put a yeah, jacket I'll on. Yeah, you, get your winter coats out because the cold is coming. I guess if you're carrying mail and you just see it every day, it never stops. It's like the Seinfeld version of, of Newman. He said it's why people go postal, they say, because it just doesn't stop. The mail keeps coming and coming. Eventually, you just put it in a big bucket, chuck it out the window, and not even worry about it. You know, one day, that should be a felony. You should go to prison for something yeah, like you that. you absolutely should. I think tampering with the mail is a felony, isn't it? I mean, I thought it was. I mean, instead of throwing mail away, that's kind of critical to people, and it's kind of important. And it, by the way, it's Checks, federal bills, et cetera, et cetera. And just, it in a you know, creek. find a new job. I mean, right. maybe, maybe the postal job is so... So great. It has great benefits, phenomenal benefits. Yeah. I mean, you I get, think these guys have probably found new jobs. It just, they have to get there earlier than their route would allow them. So they just <laughs> chuck the mail in a creek just and go on to work. That, that's great. A former postal worker who was convicted earlier this year of dumping mail was sentenced this week to 10 weekends in jail and 18 months of probation. 10 years in jail. He discarded 32 t- tubs worth of mail. 32 huge big tubs of mail just chuck in the trash. How do they know how much? Well, that's a good question. I don't I don't know. Why unless he's dumped it all in the same place, which the intelligence level of a person who would dump mail has got to be right up there with a fence post or how you say possum. I mean, they're just not the brightest people on earth. Apparently, um, a car dealer in West Virginia found 1,300 pieces of mail Hooker was supposed to deliver in the trunk of a vehicle repossessed in Petersburg. So he wouldn't throw it away. He's put in the trunk of a car. Well, uh, he'd get to it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> that was his plan, I'm sure. That's just unbelievable. I can see him standing in front of a judge saying, I was going to deliver it. I just hadn't had the time. I had another job I had to attend to. Yeah, exactly. He says, uh, you know what they found? They found uh, checks in the mail, social security cards, letters from the Department of Veterans Affairs, Election ballot envelopes. Wow. That's why I'm saying this guy did this purposely. He ought to go to away not, for a while. For a while. You can't just do and eight. What is it? He has uh, 10 weekends. 10 weekends? What's he get to do Monday through Friday? Deliver mail? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> What's he going to do if it's Friday? He's due at the jail. He hasn't finished his route. He's going to go shove him in another car that's going to get repoed. Listen to this. He threw out 14,283 pieces of mail. He said this this isn't just one trip to the dumpster. He practically filled a dumpster, said the U.S. attorney. Wow. It's an egregious abuse of public trust. No kidding. That's why he had to go to jail. Yeah, the scary thing is it probably didn't lose his job at the post office. Can you, <laughs> he probably gets to continue there. Have you, 
You know, the post office does not get uh, don't do it again award for the most polite, happy. Play. You, you, you oh yeah, you it's horrible. These people hate issue. their job anyway. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Why do they hate their job so much? I just don't work there. I know somebody whose mail would only come on Thursday. Now I don't think that was a new post office program. You know, he went so. down to the post office and complained, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's not accurate." So the, he went back and complained again, and it was like, oh, well, maybe we'll look, you know, we'll, we'll have to check in. And all of a sudden, the mail's flowing again. The mail's flowing. He's not getting a week's worth of mail crammed in on Thursday it's into his box. And, and, and that's what, the same thing <laughs> happened on my street. All of a sudden, funny. we get no mail on Monday. No mail. No mail on Tuesday. I don't think I've ever no gotten a day without getting Thursday, mail. we get a pile of mail. Every Friday, day, no mail. mail. Every yeah, single every day. Every single day. How could you go a day without mail? I mean, you get it every day. And when there's a holiday, you don't get it. The next day is even worse. Piles and piles of junk mail. You open the, you open your mailbox and it's stuffed to the roof with all this mail, most of it's junk mail. You know it all wasn't scheduled to deliver on the same day. Hooker's lawyer said that um, the post office where he worked was understaffed. And it required him to work 13 hours a day. And he had a problem keeping up. So instead of letting it pile up there, you load it up and take it to the dumpster? So he's, I mean, get, he's getting I mean, paid for 13 hours a day? I don't know that I he's... I think he's working two jobs. I don't know. That's what I think, I, you know. The judge said he had a lack of a prior record and a good role as a parent. Really? He just sucks, sucked at his organizational skills, I guess. I guess a good role as a parent <laughs> is don't look what I'm doing here. I'm breaking the law, throwing trash away. That's a good role model as a parent. I don't know. Do what I tell you to do, not what I'm doing. Now get that mail in the trunk of that car now. (laughs) I got places to go. How did you sleep at night? Do people do stuff like this? How do they put their head on their pillow at night and go, I'm good? Oh, they probably pick a few select pieces of mail out of there that look interesting. Say, well, I'll open this. No, no, seriously. Think about that. (laughs) That's pretty funny, actually. But think about that. How do people sleep at night doing stuff like this? You know people do this all the time at work and whatever. They break the law. They don't care. I mean, how do you put your head on your pillow and go, no, I'm good. No, I'm going to sleep great here tonight. Now, he did say, this guy's hooker, his name, said, I hurt a lot of people, a lot of people. He apologized and said, I really regret it. The judge warned him, if you can come back, it's going to be brutal because I'm going to give you every day that I can. Interesting. You know, it's, it's any job. Any job you have requires a lot of effort and work. And by the way, there are things you don't like about your job. In this particular case, if you're a mail carrier, your job really impacts others. And if you look, in a major way. And most jobs do, in some way, impact other people. There is something good, right, and just about doing your work to the best of your ability. John Calvin used to say that the Bible tells you to work as if you're working on to Lord himself. Actually, that's a quote from the Bible, so maybe you mentioned it. But if you work like that, if you really have a Christian work ethic and you work as if it is onto the Lord, everything you do, could you imagine how different the world would be? You work as hard as you can and do the best job that you can possibly do. No matter what do. it is. No matter what it is. You don't say, oh, Those I Those guys about get this. paid good money. They, they make good money it's to carry the mail. It's not just postal people. It's everybody. I well, mean, I know. I mean, even, you know, if, if we came in here and did a slack job and didn't care and then said the station had to fire us and we could collect unemployment, which wouldn't be much. But my point is, it's just... They would pay us? 
<laughs> I'm out of here. Somebody's going to pay for all this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's phenomenal. I mean, look, there is good feeling in working hard and doing your best at it. Yeah, it is lazy. Is. It is arrogance to say, I don't want to. I'm just going to throw. I mean, that is horrible attitude. And it is, unfortunately, it's probably it's probably more normal normal than rare. Normal. That's French, isn't it? Isn't that French for normal? <laughs> you suck. All right, coming up, LGBT by Corey Stewart. And your phone calls, 454-1366-454. You do suck. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. <laughs> Here's your normal. <laughs> Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your 820 WNTW traffic report brought to you by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC. I'm in Lothian Turnpike. Stop in today and test drive your next new car and pick up your honorary Librada bumper sticker. Currently, we have accidents at Gaskins and Ridgefield. Triple Crown Drive at North Spring Run. West Broad at Cooper's Hawk. Osborne at Chat. China Cat. Not Chat. China. Terrace. Commerce at Bells Road, North Lombardi at Park Avenue, I-95 North at the Hanover County line. Now here's your 820 WNTW weekend forecast tonight. Thunderstorms coming into the area between 5 and 9. Saturday, partly cloudy skies, high of only 81, low of 60. Overnight Sunday, high of 85, low of 60 again. Currently 89 in Richmond. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Let's make it perfectly clear. Nobody cares what you do in your bedroom. I'm sorry. I, just, I know there's a group out there that thinks that we care, but we don't. The whole month of June was about what you do in your bedroom, but most people don't care. It was... LGBTQ whatever Pride Month, which I find interesting anyway. I mean, do you need a Pride Month for everything? And why do you need a Pride Month for that? If it's behind closed doors and no one knows what you're doing, it's fine, right? Why do you, would you want to have that laid before everybody? Corey Stewart didn't. This week, he voted against a proclamation in his county, Prince William County, declaring June this Pride Month. He said he said he believes it's not the government's role to condemn or to celebrate the sexual practices of consenting adults. No kidding, man. Do we have to hear about the sexual practices of anybody? LGBTQ <laughs> community. I love how Trump did this. It's like the first time he ever said it. He's like, what is that again? That's it. He's like a little paused in there. LGB. He's trying to get the, the letters in the right <laughs> place. It's like he wasn't quite sure if that was the right way to. It's like the first time he's ever said it. Of course, you know, now America's becoming really fluent in this LGBTQ community. What other pride months do we need? Who put them in that order anyway? Yeah, it's maybe if you set them in another order, would it be like uh, a B G T L Q? That doesn't sound. It's starting good. to sound like a sandwich now. <laughs> 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 don't don't go there. What other, what, what other what other pride 
What other pride months do you need? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you need, is there, is there a, because it's all about love. How about pedophilia month? Or pedophilia pride. It's all about love, right? Grilled cheese pride. <laughs> By the way, the county board voted five to three in favor of declaring June LGBTQ month. There was apparently a, uh, a big meeting and a bunch of LGBTQ people came out cheering LGBTQ pride month. Why, why don't, how about a, is there a heterosexual month? I mean, do we need a Pride Month? No, we don't need it. In fact, I'm a little sick of having this entire conversation anyway. Lawson is another person who agreed with Stewart. The county has matters in which much more important to deal with, such as economic development, transportation, public safety, that affect all residents, no matter what your sexual preference is. No kidding. Well, they have parades and everything. You've got to remember the parades. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's about, have you seen the parades? They're not wholesome family events. No, they're not. They no, don't I mean, throw don't, candy at little yeah, kids. You don't bring your and kids to If they do, things. you better throw it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the vote this week, 21 speakers testified in favor of the measure, and nine spoke against it. Those nine bigots. Those nine homophobic. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, I guess if we're against LGBTQ, we're now bigots and homophobes. No. You're despicable. Of course not. Of course that's not accurate. It's just that, you know what? It doesn't matter what you do behind closed doors. You know, this this agenda of the LGBTQ, listen, listen to what's going on in Pennsylvania. East Penn School District has, um, has been working on a blitz of pro-LGBT videos that were required watching in every homeroom class. While students were forced to watch them, parents were not allowed to. I would let my students stay home that day. Can you believe that? Pennsylvania District fights to keep parents from watching a pro-LGBT video where students are required to watch it. Mike Huff, a parent of one of the students, says, I do not support a publicly funded school pushing any political or social agenda on my kids. They're purposefully planned indoctrination videos that go against his family values that he wasn't even allowed to see them. He better be careful because he's allowed to be put into an indoctrination center. And most people, by the way, that's really what it should be called. You think this is just exactly, I agree with you. They think this is just a Pennsylvania district. I personally saw a video played for my kid in a class in Midlothian high schools without your permission, without my permission, he came home and told me. I got in my car, drove to the school, said, where's this teacher? I want to see this video. It was the most disgusting filth I have ever seen played in front of our kids in a Melothian high school when he was a freshman there. Wow. And you think this is just, you, and most parents don't even know. Oh, no. No, Scott Lee. Our schools are phenomenal in Chesterfield County. You know, they're not bad schools, but they're serving a propaganda that is directly against everything you teach your kids. Go look into it. What did the school say about it? Oh, the teacher no apology. No, the teacher apologized. I've never had a parent uh, reject this. What? Yeah, because, because the they don't know about it. Exactly That's right. Why. Exactly it's right. Show to the parents first and see if they object. Exactly. Try that one. All right, your phone calls next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Well, now the left will uh, the left will paint this as some sort of uh, bigoted move by Corey Stewart. 
voted against the LGBT Pride Month. Actually, his rationale is, is makes sense. The government shouldn't condone or endorse or or even compliment these things. Just it shouldn't become a national holiday <laughs> or a national Pride Month. I mean, you need a whole month. How about a day? You can be prideful for it. Just be prideful on your. Who who needs it? It's it's, it's nothing more than truly an agenda to push through and it's not necessary because quite frankly no one cares no one cares what you do in your in your in your house behind closed doors no one's knocking on the door asking what you nobody because we're on, sure. no one ca- it just doesn't matter do what you're doing behind closed doors but don't go out and parade it don't go out and go i need a, a flag to represent represent it and don't go into our schools and say you need to like this don't need a whole month for people to wonder what you do behind closed doors right you know, what, people don't really don't care. They don't want to know. Oh, right. They don't. But don't turn it into some kind of hate bashing because there's people who don't particularly want to know what you do behind closed doors. I mean, don't be mad at them because they don't want to know what you like or what lifestyle you want to live. Don't be mad at people like that. They just if don't want to know. If you want to find out, tell them. Yeah. On an individual On basis. basis. Just and what, Here's an idea. Wait till they ask. If they want right. to know, they'll... You know, if I want to know what you're doing by the door, I'll go, hey, what are you doing by... Most people... No one's going to ask that question anyway. Nobody. 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 It just doesn't matter. What does matter is what the Democrats want to do in Virginia with gun laws. They announced this today. They've sent a letter to the Speaker of the House and said, we've got a recommendation for school safety that involves more gun control. Yeah, we'll share that with you coming up. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page where you can see it, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. You broke it. Apparently. Just after 534, in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, real Virginians, just like the Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Oh, yes. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366 on end of this holiday week as we continue to honor our country and celebrate the cause of freedom and liberty, that 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence. Some hated them. Some hated them. We talked about that in the 4 o'clock hour, how there's such hate for America. Hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Now this. Um, Democrats have sent a uh, – Democrat lawmakers here in the, uh, in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia have sent a letter to, uh, to the Speaker of the House, Kirk Cox – asking him for school safety measures, mental health resources, et cetera, and tougher gun laws. Tougher gun laws. You know, I understand the emotional reaction. And check it out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. You see some of the gunisms that are out there from the left. But it's strictly emotional issue. I mean, guns, we have laws in place now. We don't need any more gun control laws. I can't think of one that would make any difference in school shootings, not a single one that we can implement that would say, that's it, fix the gun problem, because there are guns in society. And if you're a bad, rotten apple, you're going to find them. 
So the question is, is how do we stop the bad guy with the gun? Because you're not going to keep the bad guy from getting the gun. I mean, someone needs to call and tell us what policy you keep the bad guy from getting the gun. If you take the guns away from the good guys, they're just going to go to the bad guys to buy the guns, and you're just going to drive the price up from the bad guys. But they're still going to get the guns. They will. The bad guys are going to get the guns from their cohorts in crime. So the Democrat recommendations right here in Virginia starts with this. Virginia's gun laws lack essential protections that many other states have. Hmm. Essential protections? We lack essential protections? So we want to, uh, as they say, implement simple controls on ways minors can access weapons. All right, so here's, here's their first recommendation. Presently under Virginia law, minors under 14 must be supervised by an adult while using handguns, and those 15 through 17 cannot possess handguns outside of receiving one as a gift from a family member or, one, or using one for sporting events. The Democrats think those provisions should be extended to all firearms. And that's just not realistic. It's ridiculous, not realistic. And we'll do big goose egg for what? It does nothing. It'll do, it does it'll nothing. do nothing. It feels good. It might feel good. People Scott, will say, well, they're trying. They're trying. Yeah. And Scott and Richard, you really think minors under 14 that must be supervised adult while using any gun is not as a bad idea? No. I just don't think it's going to do anything. It's done nothing. It's not going to do a thing. I mean, it sounds, I mean, it sounds good. Democrats want this to be all firearms, not just handguns. I mean, that sounds good, but. It won't do anything. Just like every uh, I, Democrat policy, by the way. <laughs> it all sounds good, but it... Most like, 14-year-olds firing a gun are going to have some parental... Of course they will. Of course. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Here's their other proposal. Virginia should impose civil and or criminal liability for improper storage of a handgun. So what are they going to come ring your doorbell? We're here to make sure that you are... Practicing, practicing proper storage of your handgun. They're concerned that minors might have access to the weapon. Now, again, in theory, that makes sense because you could say, well, we ought to have these firearms locked down, and most people who are law-abiding citizens do that. I mean, I lock down my firearms. All of them are locked down, so that's not a problem. But, you know, those people... There's people out there who are dumb as a box of rocks who don't lock their firearms down. They're really going to care when you implement this new law that says you got to lock your gun down. Those, there's no way to enforce it. There's no way to enforce it. And the reality is people who are going to lock their gun down do it anyway. And people who aren't aren't going to pay attention to this new stupid law that Democrats want. This is not going to make any difference. Why don't they just do a campaign about putting your gun away in a safe place? Maybe that will register with some of the folks that don't. Well, I would only say that those who don't currently register with their mind aren't going to do it with a campaign. They're stupid. And by the way, you can't legislate stupidity away. But no. you can you can legislate how to protect stupid people with firearms. You can't teach common sense. And then finally this, Virginia should implement basic reporting standards for lost or stolen weapons held by private owners. So if someone gets stolen or lost... You would report it. The problem is we don't have gun registry in our country or in the state specifically. And so why would it even matter if you reported it? It's not a gun registry. You, I guess you could. You could say, here's my serial number on my firearm. And 
if it pops up somewhere, bring it back would be the only reason. But there's no other reason to report it. There isn't. I mean, what are they going to do? There's not a place where you can track them, et cetera. The Democrats have good ideas. I mean, they're, they're carrying their hearts big. It's just none of it's actually going to work. Now, on the other hand, the Lee brothers have a PSA that works pretty well. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. <laughs> it works. That's a real program that really works. How many guns have you collected so far? I can't even. I'm not liable. I'm not able to speak to that number. I didn't think you I could mean, count even that I, high. Even if I could, even <laughs> that's very cute. But even if I, even if I if you could count that high, I wouldn't tell you. I know you wouldn't. I, 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 if I he shows up by himself, send a second email <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Why is only Scott here? Richard should be here too, collecting the firearm to keep us safer. The Lee brothers actually care. We care about keeping our kids safe. Email us today. We'll come pick up your unwanted, nasty, mean firearm, by the way, because guns are nasty and mean on their own. Guns they got little feet that run around killing people. Yeah, they should change their slogan. Guns kill people, people don't kill people. Yeah, right. People are just on minding their own business. Yeah. Which, by the way, how do you walk into a into a gun show with all those mean guns that are killing people. I'm surprised people are able to leave a gun show. There wouldn't be anyone left standing. Right. These terrible guns. Chesterfield County is proposing to arm school mentors. It has stirred a debate. We brought you this story a couple of weeks ago, but it's, it's raised its head again because there are um, some who are concerned about this program. The, the, the program would, would, allow mentors or, or parents or, or others to, to carry a fire, not parents, but mentors and a uh, part of the school safety program that would allow retired uh, police or military to carry a firearm in school, kind of like a resource officer at elementary schools. Because right now elementary schools don't have one. It's only middle and high school. And it's a good idea to make sure that you have a good guy and a gun very close. But here are the concerns by some people. There was a big uh, debate about this. Among the concerns, this is unbelievable. One of them is the introduction of more guns into the school system. You're not introduction of more guns. That's the complaint that someone would have about a mentor carrying a firearm in school. Are there guns in the school program now? No, there's not. So what would be there, an introduction of more guns, which implies there's too many guns in the school program <laughs> right, already. Exactly. But this isn't like laying guns on the floors in the school and going, here's some guns. It's a mentor who's carrying one to protect the kids. How could that be an objection? And they're also concerned about the timetable that this will take and the liability of the schools that the mentor actually shot the wrong person. Well, there's a risk, I guess, in everything. There's a risk in walking outside to get in our car. We might get hit by a car. One of the, um, one of the people at this protest, I guess it was, or at the meetings. Her name's Katie Sponsler. She uh, tried to challenge Kirk Cox for a Virginia House delegate seat who obviously lost. Said, quote, how do, 
How often do officers, trained, well-vetted officers, miss their shots in an under-pressure situation? That's, the question is irrelevant. If you're, if you're shooting at a bad guy who's killing kids, why are you concerned about him missing? Aren't you concerned about him actually being there to distract the shooter from shooting kids? You're concerned about the good guy with the gun missing? Who keeps that statistic? Anyway, she takes somebody with very. She has a statistic. Here's what she said: It's eighty percent of the time. Oh, they miss eighty percent of the time. Oh, come that's, on, that's fabricated. That's a fabricated number. I guarantee it. And then she says, and then if they miss, who are they going to hit? And then some woman in the audience yells, "A child!" What about the guy shooting the kids? They're, they're just making it up oh, as they on. go. We need armed people. That's in ridiculous. We need I don't mentors. Know. I'm just gonna make it up as I go along. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They've, they've listened to that way they've, too many times. Look, we need people in schools who are armed, and we don't need to know who they are. It's kind of like the air marshals on an airplane. You need That's men. the way it should be. It's the way it school, should be. School marshals. School marshals have someone in the school that is armed. You don't need to know who they are, but they're trained with a weapon. When someone walks in that school with a weapon, they're there. Why is this hard? Every school should have someone in there, just like that. And you don't, you don't have to know who they are. Lee Brothers Solution, that and our PSA, which you've already heard. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. If only yesterday. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 454-1366. Bill from Chesterfield, you're on 820 WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great. Uh, a quick uh, thing about those gun things, which I'm right with y'all on that, but uh, back in May, I had to go into a high school, and um, I walked in the door, and make it quick, uh, the guy, another dude was in the office, and he goes, you need to punch your name in here. And I, he, he was just a parent. The three women behind the counter were speaking Spanish. This went on for like uh, 30 seconds. And I was like, uh, where am I at? Uh, so they, they, they didn't acknowledge me. So the guy leaves. I walk right on back through there, went right on into the school. So what does that tell you? I'm, I'm confused on something. This is a, a school in Chesterfield that the people working behind the counter were, could not speak English? Well, they were speaking English to a student. They were all behind the counter speaking Spanish. And I was like, okay, do y'all see me here? You know, like... Um, I need to sign in. I'm a visitor. And you walked right so, past him. Yep. And I walked right by the lady that was sitting at the, at the, at the uh, little desk there. And she was pretty clueless, too. So <laughs> it's very easy to get into these schools. Sure it so is. It really is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks for the call, Bill. 454-1366. You know, we don't want to lock them down like prisons. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I've always been frustrated when I, when I drop my kids off at the local high school, I feel like I lose complete control of them. I can't go in and get them. I can't, uh, the, the school's locked down. I, I have a different experience, obviously, than you, Bill. I couldn't even get, you know, I couldn't walk into my kid's high school and go get my son at the door and knock on his, on his door. Um, I, I feel like I lose control of them. And quite honestly, it's scary. If they were to go into a lockdown, the fact that a parent couldn't get there and even, I mean, it's just, it's scary. We need, um, we need the good guy on campus with a firearm. We do. The idea that we don't have someone there is, is scary. And if we have someone there that's obvious that you know has the firearm, they become a target for the bad guy. 
because they can take him out, then they can take anyone out. That's why it needs to be like air marshals. You don't know who they are. You don't know. Nobody, but you know there's someone there, but you don't know who. And the schools can handle that. It's a sensitive topic. I mean, when you send your kids off to school, you should send them off to school and not worry about it. Our culture's changed so much that it's almost like you don't even recognize it anymore. School used to be this place where your kids could walk to. When you got there, it was just open hallways and you could go in and out and it wasn't a big deal because everyone had the same view and moral principles and a belief that uh, they're accountable to a, a creator who controls their destiny. I mean, that's the idea that that's all gone now. There's a, there's a uh, parody website that's a lot of fun. You need to check this out. It's called Babylon B. If you, if you haven't seen this, it's hilarious. Babylon B, it's all parody. It's satire. It's, it's a satire site. It's hilarious. Um, it's, it's a Christian um, satire site. It's awesome. Babylonb.com. I had a great article that, that I think it was yesterday. Bernie Sanders asked Nation to please stop mailing him books on economics. In a late-night show interview Wednesday, Bernie Sanders politely asked the nation to please stop mailing him books on basic economics. Sanders made the request after receiving yet another daily shipment of books from well-meaning Americans who simply assumed that he had never read a book on economics. He said, quote, I've gotten 1,200 books on human action, 1,500 books on basic economics, and 4,000 copies of economics in one lesson. I'm drowning here, he said. Sanders further confirmed he still hasn't read a single book on economics. <laughs> wow. It's obviously a parody, not true, but the reason it works is because you begin to see that maybe Sanders hasn't read a book on supply and demand on how the economy works. He's a socialist. Self-proclaimed. Doesn't need to read a book. Doesn't need to read a book. It takes care of itself. <laughs> <laughs> Babylon B. Dot com, BabylonB.com, cool, cool uh, parody site. Also, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. One is about uh, U.S. Grant, which is a phenomenal human being. You'll see why when you see that video at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. And gunisms. What's a gunism? It's the statements that liberals make about guns, and the reality is found there. 820 The Answer. Click on the Lee Brothers Takes You to Our Page. Also, we archive our shows there for your listening pleasure. 820 The Answer. If you click on the Lee Brothers Takes You to Our Page, we got archives about us, all the things that you need to do to find out more about the Lee Brothers as we're here every Friday from 3 to 6. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. <laughs> That's a wrap. It's not a rattlesnake rap. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? We had that conversation. You're the only one. You've eaten rattlesnake, which tastes like chicken. Is there any meat? Is there meat on a snake? Yeah, fair amount. Depending on the size of the snake, of course. Of course. That's interesting. All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Archive our shows there by clicking on the Lee Brothers. Takes you right to our page. Of course, packed full of information for your listening and viewing pleasure. 820theanswer. Click on the Lee Brothers. Thanks for joining us today, and have a safe weekend. 
Be sure to stay tuned for Cut to the Chase with State Senator Amanda Chase. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW, The The Answer. answer. Yeah. These guys are crazy. (laughs) My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.